Hi, I'm Amber. And I'm Allie. And we're two married ladies here to expose you to the best, the worst, and the kinkiest of erotica. But don't tell our husbands. Hey, Amber. Hey, Allie. What you drinking over there? So this week I am drinking Merlot okay. because the dark red color vibes remind me of the alien's blood Ew. and all the blood Ew. play Ew. in this book. <laughs> Does it this... smell sulfuric like rotten eggs as described in the book? Oh no, thank God no. <laughs> no, could not uh, do that. I guess uh, that is a good segue into us introducing what are we reading this week? So this week we are reading Lord of Population, written by Elizabeth Stevens. Mm -hmm. Uh, The triggers and kinks, because somebody's trigger, maybe somebody's kink. I love that. Would be lots of explicit sex scenes, graphic violence, gory battles, past abuse, past sexual assaults, current sexual assaults, past sexual assaults, including adolescence. There's a lot of trauma in there, this it's book. So, I'm just going to name it. If, if you feel like anything could be triggering to you involving it, sexual assault, maybe this is not the book for you. No, it, it's not a very lighthearted book in the slightest. Um, we have possess- I'm chugging this Merlot. To <laughs> we have possessive alpha uh, mates and lots of blood play. Including and, sex during menstruation? Yeah, so blood play is anything that involves blood during sexual favors being so... Not sexual favors! <laughs> yeah, so regardless if it's menstruation or just somebody's blood in general, a blood play. It's going to get gory. Yes. Um, so a quick summary of this book is Elizabeth Stephen gives us a dystopian world where aliens have invaded and taken control. We have seven foot tall and attractive aliens, might I add. Uh, Abel, our main protagonist, has spent her life trying to survive the world she now knows as population, where humans are scarce and food even scarcer. When her best friend is murdered and her daughter Ashlyn is captured by the monstrous invaders, Abel risks her life doing anything she can to get her back. But what happens when the only way to get Ashlyn back is to team up with the very creatures who took everything from her? Dun dun dun. That was titillating everything <laughs> in the writing. <laughs> I was proud of that one. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so, so. since this book is so freaking massive, but also so good, it's a really good book. Um, it's very plot heavy, unlike some of the other books that we have read yes. thus far. Um, Amber is going to take on the hefty, hefty, hefty. I was trying to do it like the trash hefty, 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 <laughs> and then it just kind of lost steam. Yeah, I, I did not get that from that. Okay. okay, well now that I've explained the joke, it's okay. not funny. So <laughs> Amber's going to explain the plot to us and give us a rundown. Okay. Um, <laughs> Deep breaths. It's it, it's a lot. So. Um, the world has been taken over by aliens. Uh, we find out why, how, all the ins and outs later on in the book. But as of right now, um, the humans that are out in population, uh, there's not that many of them. They're running for their lives every second. They have to be quiet. They have to like, you know, dart in and out of abandoned buildings, uh, buildings, find food wherever they can. I mean, it's so bad that in the opening scene, they're like eating stale dog food. Do you yes. remember? Like, and I'm like, huh. can humans even eat? Can we eat dog food? I don't know. I mean, you won't die from it, but I'm sure it's not su- maybe sustaining because it sustains dogs. That's what like, I'm wondering. Like, can you actually like extract any nutrition from that, or is it just like I don't, I don't know. Because wet dog food, I think, would be okay. 
Wet, you would eat wet dog food over dry dog food? Hell yeah, I would eat wet dog food over dry dog food. You would eat dry dog food? I would rather dry dog food because, like, I don't know, like, chips, like, just... <laughs> or, like, swig it back with some water. But we also know they don't have water. They don't have running water. Yeah. So, I don't, like... So, how are not more people dying of, like, dehydration and stuff? <laughs> They're just dropping dead, like, flies of dehydration. I just... I, I didn't think about that until now, but... Okay. So it's a pretty shitty world. Yeah, so, and uh, we know the aliens are huge, ten times stronger, and they are cannibals. They will eat you. Okay, so <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know if they were cannibals because if they eat humans, they're not really a cannibal, right? Because they're not human. Like, you're only a cannibal if you eat your own kind, right? Like, we don't call oh. lions cannibals for eating humans. But the, she does call them cannibals, and like I didn't, I was like, wait a second, no, like y'all are oh, not the same, right? I don't know. I guess that would be more of a carnivore, right? Like they're just doing their like duty as like the apex predator. I, I, I think it just maybe because they like they're described, they look like humans. They just look like massive humans yes. with like glowing chests. That, that's pretty much the only difference. There's seven feet so tall. So maybe that's where the cannibal. But I mean, technically, they are aliens. And we do have so, a cannibal in this book. Yes. So, I, I don't know. I, I guess that's a good question. <laughs> so, they're running for their lives, right? And uh, our protagonist from the get-go is, like, total badass. Oh, yes. Um, and she and her friends... What's her friend's name? Bex. Bex, right? Yeah, Bex. Yes, Bex. Sorry, we have read several books in between, <laughs> so we are catching up. But Bex, yes. And they Bex. run into... Um, they run into, like, a group of others that are, like, fighting in the street. Yes, and usually uh, with all the other humans, you you stay with your pack. You don't, because all the other humans are going to kill you for what you have. It's doggy dog world, you know. Sur- uh, survival, survival of the fittest. Of the fittest. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she's running. Uh, she sees all these humans running towards them. And they're like, oh, we have to hide. They're going to, you know, kill us. But then they run past them. So they're like... If they're not chasing us to kill us, then... Oh, yeah, then some, what is? Exactly. Yeah. So they hide, and then they see a group of aliens fighting one single alien and beating the shit out of him. And she stares. They make eye contact. The alien doesn't reveal... What awkward them. eye contact. Like, in the middle <laughs> of this, like, battle, we're like... In this battle, uh, the main alien is being ganged up on by, like, five other aliens. And he, he gets, like, his... His shins crushed. I think they describe like his shins being crushed, and then they make eye contact, like, "Oh, hey." <laughs> I'm just like, I don't, I don't care what species you are, or how strong you are. If you're getting something crushed, your your bones are crushing. It's gonna hurt. It's like, gonna hurt. You're gonna scream. You're not like, "Oh, I'm a tough man." It's just, I, I, I <laughs> just don't a scream. Shin crushing. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, I'm just fantasy. there was a scene in that fight where she describes one of the others that he's fighting scooping up his intestines and like running with his intestines and scooped up in his arm. Like, if, I mean, if there really are aliens like this out in the world, we are clearly not the superior race. We are screwed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's pray that this was all fiction. All right, so they make this awkward eye contact, and then what else? What else happens? Okay, so they make eye contact. He gets the shit beat out of him. I guess the aliens that are beating him up thinks that he's dead. 
Because they just, they leave him. And, or they're looking for something that he has, and he's saying, like, you're not getting it from me. I'm not telling oh, you I forgot he has this key, yes. right? Yeah. So he's like, you're not getting it from me. They don't know where it is, so I guess because they Because he stole the key from the aliens to begin with, but we don't know what the key is for yes. yet. Okay. So he's, you know, he's getting beat up. They think he's dead, whatever. They leave. So Abel thinks that, you know, they're gone. Everything's in the clear, but all of a sudden those group of aliens jump behind them. They want to eat her, Ashlyn. They want to eat everybody. Yeah, her, Ashlyn, Bex. They want to eat them and stuff. Uh, so they fight for their lives. Bex obviously, sadly, dies. Her um, best friend in the whole world. The one that she's survived with for so for like long. A long. It's like been like 10 years, I yeah, think we're supposed to think. Like it's been like a long time. Yeah, yeah. like that. It's, that's her sister. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, so she dies in the fight. And Ashlyn gets taken by these aliens and they insinuate that we're not going to eat her yet because, you know, we're going to rape her and we're going to use her body. And yeah. Everything. It was really gross. Like, it was yeah. really, really fucking graphic. That, that's the part of the book where I realized, I was like, oh, okay, this isn't for a faint-of-hearted right. person. Yeah. Like, you know, th- this is some real shit. Um, so they take off with the little girl and... And um, Abel is like... Being like overly generous, I know she like steals the sword from uh, the main alien whose name we find out is Kane, mm-hmm. but she's afraid that like these human scavengers are gonna eat his body, and so she like moves him to this like abandoned building. And I, I was just trying to figure out like she, she hates these aliens. Like, I know. Is it be, like did the eye contact just like change all her like why did I I want to know why she felt sympathy for him like after yeah all these years of hating these creatures but. She pulls him, she pretends she's eating his blood, saying, you know, it's he's mine, Every all you other humans back off. Yeah. And she hides him in a, a, a building. I think you're right. I think it must have been that eye contact. I think that eye contact, that, I, that moment of, have you never had eye contact like that with somebody you hate and then you're just like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you later? No. <laughs> no, I haven't. No. Have you? No. Okay. Just but it sounds really hot. I don't know. No, it, it did sound hot. Like, you know, love at first sight. We but, love a good love at first sight. Yes. Um, so then Abel goes off and she's going to go find Ashlyn. Um, mm-hmm. She goes into this abandoned house where um, I think, is that when like Abel comes, or not Abel, that's our main character, yeah. Kane comes and finds her? Yes. Okay. Uh, she's hiding in the house and she hears him coming up and he like knocks on the door <laughs> and he's like hello like this big strong alien that can bust who we're through. supposed to think are like we're supposed to think they're the bad guys right yes. at this point in the book like they're like the the evil creatures who dominated all of humanity yes and then he just he politely he's like and is like hello and that's where I was like oh I like him that's where he fell in love with Kane He's a sweetheart. Yeah, he I did too. Yeah. He didn't just like bust down the door and His kill shins her. have been crushed and everything, and he uh-huh. still takes the time to like yes. gently rap on the door yeah. and call to her. And she is like, of course, very suspicious of him. And then this like band of humans like breaks in. And this was one of your favorite quotes was about the um, um, when the humans break in, and she's worried that you know they're gonna take advantage of her. And he's like, I'll let them kill you. But I won't let them defile you. Yes. Wait, hold on. I have to find this quote really fast. I'm so yeah, it's sorry. Yeah, a pretty good quote. I actually loved it. Okay. Oh, I found it. I found it. Okay. Because you also wrote, he is consent king. 
Right? Where is it? Right there. There Okay. Yes. He said, I will not allow them to dishonor or defile you. Kill you, perhaps. But dishonor you? No. Like, a man after my own heart. (laughs) That's that's all you want from a man. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, sir. Just please don't let them assault me. Thank you. Just. Because uh, she would live with that trauma afterwards. If she's dead, she's not living with the trauma. And it's a little bit of foreshadowing, too. Like, I thought that was nice that they, like, dropped these little, like, Easter eggs. Because then we later do find out about, like, a sexual assault experience that she's had. So it was, yes. like, a little bit of foreshadowing. So it was a nice nice touch, Miss Stevens. Very much. Um, so they fight off this human band, right? And um, Kane... This, I thought this scene was kind of hot, where he's, like, taking care of her because she's all, like, injured and such. And uh, she like showers because they found some running water mm-hmm. and she's all cold and shivery. And then he like comes up behind her in bed and you know, they have these like radiating beams of light in their chest and he like cuddles up next to her. And I'm like, wouldn't that be great if men were like space heaters? That would, oh, I don't know, my husband's Is your husband like a space he, heater? He's a, he's a space heater anyways. But, um, so you have your own uh, alien. But that's, that's just the part because like, I guess I wasn't invested in their relationship yet at, in this stage of the book. So mm-hmm. when I first read it, my mind was like, if he just wants the key, why doesn't he just overpower her and take the key? Like, why does he care? Oh, yeah, because like, we didn't mention that Abel oh, took yeah. the key from Cain. We don't know why Cain wants his key so bad, but yes. Abel took it. Yeah. And his sword. And so if she has these things, he can easily just grab them. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, it was kind of the same thing with her you know, looking at him and saving him right off the bat. I was like, you know, she's always said that she hates these aliens, but she gave in to him like two seconds after meeting him. And So you were not invested in their relationship at the beginning? I mean, obviously I could tell that was going to be like the relationship, obviously, of the book. But I was just like, I felt like how close they got so quickly was a little unrealistic. Yeah. And if it was a short book, I'd been like, okay, I get it. They're trying, but this was a long this ass, a long book. ass book. <laughs> so I felt like maybe it could have, like, the enemies to lovers trope could have progressed, like, been postponed a little bit more before they became the lovers aspect of it. Yeah, because they were real flirty. Yeah, like right off the bat, and yeah. I was just like, you know, you both stink right now. You're both <laughs> you covered both in blood. And, <laughs> oh yeah. Like, <laughs> Describes in great detail very often how drenched in blood every character is. Every character, and uh, I know, like I think it's the first chapter uh, when Abel takes a shower. She's like, you know, it's the first time I've showered in months. Oh, that's and so stuff. Gross. And I'm just like, and you just dragged an alien body across, you know, town to hide. It. I just, I know you stink, and I know you don't look pretty right now. <laughs> Sorry. See, I was into their relationship from the get-go, which is kind of funny because I very quickly stopped liking their relationship. But in the beginning, I was, like, a big fan of their relationship. And so he cuddles up next to her with his, like, little space heater light and warms her up. And then the next morning, she's all pissed off because he left her. But he leaves her this note in her hand saying, like, where she can find Ashlyn, the little girl mm-hmm. who got captured. Um, and that, like, she's in Canada somewhere, which is random as shit. But, yes. like, she's in Canada. Um, and I, I thought that was so sweet. And like, Abel was like so upset that he left her. And I actually, I thought that was kind of cute. He like left her a little note. He didn't take the key. He didn't take his sword. That's the part that made me so mad. I'm like, you just risked your life for this fucking key. And we know how important this key is way like later, later on the book. Yeah. So once I found out how important that key was, I was like, 
Why did you ever leave but it? Like, that's because he knew. He, he knew. knew he was going to go gonna back to her. He was going to come back for her. Like, he has foresight, Amber. Never I doubt. I know. I just, I know how important the key is. And you're, you're risking it on some five-hour <laughs> relationship you've had with this woman. Like, anyways. So, he leaves her the note where... Where he can find, where yeah. she can find where Ashlyn. Where she can find Ashlyn. And this bitch just like gets up and starts walking to Canada. Like, oh yeah, she's like, I, I'm gonna go. I don't, I don't know where she was at in this, but I, like, I, I assume not Canada. Like, I, I'm not gonna walk to the next city. Dude, they walk over. so much. <laughs> they walk so much. Like, I, like, I mean, I know there's people that do that in the world, but I felt like that was a very unrealistic timeline. <laughs> or I'm just not an outdoorsy girl. Lazy. <laughs> yes. Well, Kane had or not Kane. I keep mixing up their names because of the like, damn biblical yes. like illusion. Abel and Kane. Oh. Pause right that her name was not really able. He said, My name's Kane, what's yours? And she would tell him, so he was like, I'm gonna call you nothing. Yeah, I and thought that was so cute. I, I loved that no, scene. Like his little jokes or He got jokes. I fucking loved them. Yeah. Uh but then she was like, All right, my name's Abel, so Kane and Abel. Because she was talking about like the Bible story yeah. and he had no idea what she was yeah. talking about. Totally a Um yes. but um so she starts walking to Canada and mm-hmm. In this walk to Canada, she the protagonist Abel is so fucking savage. She kills that rabbit, eats that rabbit, and then uses its grease to make like chapstick. And I was oh, like, that is so badass. See what you got? I feel like there's people that, in the world that do that now. Right? No? Yeah. No, I think so. Like, I think there's like survivalists that like yeah. know how to do stuff like that. Can yeah. you imagine? Huh? Could you skin a rabbit if you had to? I mean, if I had to, Amber looks like serious. Like I think like, Amber I, really thinks she I could. I feel like I really it. could. I feel like like I, I I could be down for this. You like, think so? Yeah. I I don't. I couldn't kill it. <laughs> but you could skin it. Yeah. If it was already dead, I could I could definitely skin it. I could definitely eat it. I could definitely like because I'm not a vegetarian in the slightest. But like I I couldn't do the actual killing. I'm gonna get you some roadkill and be like skin it. <laughs> skin that possum. <laughs> No, rabbits are different than possums. Wait, you'd rather skin a rabbit than a possum? Yeah, like I feel like rabbits would have less diseases. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're like... Anyway. I don't know. Anyway. So, okay, she's walking down this highway and she sees this old lady and it's totally a trap. So this old woman is like acting like she's in distress and Amber's angry. Go ahead, Amber. I'm sorry. This is like where... So she's got her list of rules, 12 rules. I, I don't know what all the rules are. Oh, we should have written right. them down. If we yeah. were better podcasters, we would have written uh, them down. We, we will do better, guys. <laughs> but basically, it's rules of survival. You know, you you don't befriend the aliens. Yeah. You don't do this. You don't do this. It's Trust everything. It's everything that has kept her alive for the past. Oh, it didn't say exactly how old she was. I wanted to get. I feel like she's like twenty six. Yeah, twenty six yeah. to twenty eight. Yeah, under uh, thirty, right? Yeah, because I remember there's a part where she's like ten years ago. Or, oh yeah, yeah, she's like ten years ago. So twenty six. Um, but I'm like, it's kept you alive for twenty six years, and. Just, I don't know, all your rules are going out the fucking window left and right. Like, yeah. You're not supposed to engage in You're not supposed people. to help people. Yeah. It's like one of her main rules is yeah. like, don't help other people. And the first human she comes along when she's on her own, the worst time to break your rules, you go You help to, them. You go, and she even like in her mind says, this is weird. This is weird that this old woman yeah. is like on her own and still alive. Because like, no shame to the older ladies, but like- Are in, you age shaming, Amber? Uh, no, but I'm just saying, like, in this scenario, if an old lady's by herself, either everybody just died around her, but how did she survive? Right. 
And if she has been on her own, like how, she's good. How has she survived this long on her own, this old? And if she did, she would not be in the middle of the street out in the open. Right. She would be by herself. She's, it's an obvious trap. And Abel still stops and helps her. Yeah. And it is definitely a trap because mm-hmm. then she's captured by this gang of humans, mm-hmm. which is how we meet our boy Drago. Drago? How'd you say it in your I head? I said Drago. I said Drago too. Okay. All right. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced. Huh? All my Dragos okay. out there, right in. <laughs> I, well, I don't know. I thought Draco Malfoy. I thought Draco, Draco Malfoy okay. too. <laughs> Uh, so he captures her, brings her back. Um, she was like blacked out or something, right? Or I think they like knock her out. Yeah, she gets knocked out like you know, a million she... times in this book. <laughs> and she always wakes up. You know, football players get one concussion and they're out. But right. you know, this girl. <laughs> She's like a you know those uh, clowns you punch and then they like <laughs> fall back down and bounce back up. That was yeah. able to. I just book. I chalked it up to her just being a bad bitch. She's a bad bitch. But so she wakes up uh, to Drago. And he's got three women with not, I wouldn't even say women. They were adolescents. They were 16, yeah. 15, 16. Yeah, like young girls. Yeah, um, that we find out are like, you know, his air quotes, his wives. Yeah. Um, and it's and, funny because when she first woke up and she was like talking shit to him about like having those like young girls with him, my first reaction was like, Damn, Abel, you don't know. This could be, like, his cousins. Like, you just fucking woke up. Like, why are you... Like, she, like, accuses him right off the bat of being a pedophile. And then it turned out, like, he was. And I was like, okay. He was most definitely But I was like, damn, you don't know. Like... Ah. And then we also find out he's actually an alien. Yeah, he's just, like... He's, like, an other... Because that's what they call the aliens. Yeah. But he's, like, a small... Yeah. Like, malnourished. He got, like, cast out of his, you know... (laughs) Did you catch why he got cast out of the the society? Remind Um, me. So, Cain... When... Spoiler, Kane shows up, Abby. Um, when Kane shows up, he's like, you're just mad that, you know, when you tried to rape an other female, she fought you off with knitting needles. And I was like, what the fuck yeah, is this detail? Yeah, it's so random. And like, why? I didn't know they knit and stuff. I mean, like, at this point in the book, I like, I wasn't like, what? Knitting? Why are you? It, it was so random. Like, I was like, uh, all right. Maybe that was like the first scene where it's trying to like get you to like humanize the aliens. Like... Oh, that kind of makes sense. At the time reading it, I was just like, cool, cool story, bro. Like, <laughs> no, no, I think she's just a good writer and she's implanting that in early on. Yeah. Um. So, so he's got these three wives. They're all uh-huh. named like Bonbon, Marmalade, Candy. Like, <laughs> <Sweet he's cheeks. laughs> and he's like, he's like, you, you could be next. Like, look. <laughs> But we find out he only has three wives at a time. So if she were to be the next wife, you know. She's got to like uh, off another one. And don't they have like an age? Like once they turn like 18 or something, he he's done with yeah, them? Yeah, they got like yeah. an age limit. Yeah. yeah so, so she's stuck in this cave. Or not cave, like a cage. And... Uh, <laughs> I about this part. <laughs> and Kane like shows up out of nowhere. But like, I'm just like, how the fuck did Kane track her down? Like, how? Yeah. Like, is it... Okay, so I know later on, spoiler, I mean, hopefully you've read the book if you're, you've been listening this far, or you don't care about being spoiled. Um, it's, oh, I uh, want to be spoiled. Sorry, I kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> But it's said, like, you know, like, when they, they take each other's blood, um, they can track them that way. They have not taken each other's blood at this point. So, so like, I, how did he track her? How did he track her? Like, I don't think it ever says anything about, like, them having really good sense scenting or, or like they have like a strong sense of smell and sight but like not that 
not like I can track you and like, on a highway. Like, and I feel like everyone's stinky right now. So I don't know. I feel like everybody in this book stinks to me. So <laughs> I just, I was very confused. So Kane tracks her down in this cage, and he's gonna like rescue her. Um, and Amber loves this scene. We had different like reactions to this scene. So go go ahead, cause you're like giddy over there. I thought this was like this was the first scene where I was like, Kane is fucking hilarious. I love him. Like, but so she's she's already got a plan in her head how Abel is going to escape this little cage she's in. It's night. Everyone's sleeping. And she starts her little process, but then she hears Cain come out, like, you know, behind the cage or whatever. And Abel said, don't look so smug. I had a whole escape plan mapped out that you just interfered with. And then Cain is like, sincerest apologies, ma'am. I'll just slide these boards back into place and let you get on with it. And like, you know, smiling, chuckling. Like, I just, I don't know. Okay, the reason why I didn't like this scene is because like... Why people so horny in the worst possible <laughs> scenarios? Like in my mind, every time there's a situation like this, I'm like, can we just get out? Can we just get out? Please, because like my, I guess my anxiety's so heightened that I don't have time for your like flirty banter, sir. No, like, like I don't. Have- in real life situation, I'd be like, first of all, shh, shut the fuck up, shh, shh, don't talk. Give me out, give me out, please, give me out. But like in fantasy bookland, I was like, oh my oh, god, oh. he's charming, handsome, and witty. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's the panty dropper for Amber <laughs> when damsels in, distri- in serious distress and peril, <laughs> and they're just, horny for each other. I don't know. Did you ever watch Lucifer? Oh, I watched oh. the first season of Lucifer. You did? okay? So like, yeah. sarcastic. I love that. Or like Gossip Girl, Chuck, Chuck Bass. I'll- oh, so is that the vibe you got from Kane? You yes. know what? You're so right. Because Kane, sorry y'all. I spoiler, I towards the end of this book fucking hated Kane. I hate Kane so much. I think he's kind of gaslighty. So like I get the Chuck Bass vibes because Chuck Bass is the ultimate gaslight. Yes. So like, okay. Yeah. So just like maybe a beefier. Ooh, now Chuck I imagine Bass. Chuck Bass. <laughs> oh, and you yes. like it. Yes. Chuck Bass, but like the icy hot guy. Yes, yes, <laughs> He's yes. He's got that weird light in his chest. Okay, so Kane frees her. They're I all see, horny. Uh, I just got that. I'm sorry. No, okay, we should post a picture on our Instagram. Amber's probably going to shoot this idea down. I'm going to show our listeners Whatever you how do. I imagine Kane looking. Amber's looking at this image right now, and it's absurd, and I love it. But now this is him. He looks like oh he's got heartburn. Can you, can you make this image yes. next to Chuck Bass? Yes. <laughs> That's... We are cracking up over nothing. Okay, so we have a long book to go. Um, once they're free, they confront this gang leader, Drago, Drago, whatever, and it leads to like this whole fight. And you know, I felt like um, this must have been a real mindfuck because Abel um, says at one point, um, talking about Cain, monsters like him, talking about Cain, don't protect humans like me. And I feel like that's to your point about like, oh my God, she hated the species so much. And now all of a sudden she's in love with them. I feel like that was like a hard spot for her. Like realizing yeah. that like, oh shit, he came back for me. Like he's like protecting me. And this is not the first time. Like he saved her in the house with the gang members in there. And now yeah. the gang here and took her out of the little cage. Like he keeps saving her. Like this is real. Uh-huh. Um, I also um, like just... The scene was out of control for me. This was also where I felt like this book stopped being a book and started being a Michael Bay film for me, like the Transformers guy. There was just like shit happening. There was everywhere. so much. I, I, I think this is the most action I've ever read in a book before. Like that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, 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 was, I was 
I wish there was more smoke. There was definitely a lot of smoke, but this was like all action, gore. Yeah, less spice, kicking, more blood. Ass. But there was like, she starts this forest fire. I didn't actually understand this scene because there was so much stuff happening that I couldn't follow the logistics of like, what is even going on? But she like starts this forest fire to like get away Okay, I could be completely wrong about this, but in my head, how, what, what I read it as was there was like tree houses. Okay. Because I think she said something about a bridge or, so, or something. Yeah, there's like a bridge uh-huh. up in the air. Yeah, so like they built tree houses, which would probably be smart in that dystopia world. Yeah, that's pretty Because, dope. you know, you're gonna, it hides you. Nobody's right. going to see you. Um, so she's running uh, to go get the key. She knows how important this key is. Kane does not know why, but for some reason. Oh, that's right. The key and the sword. That's what she goes yeah, up into the so, tree for. I forgot that, yeah. That's where the first time where she does something for Kane, I felt. No, I lied, because she pulled him, saved him at the beginning of the book. But oh my god, you're right. They each, like, make sacrifices because for each other. Because she could have just fucking ran. I did not even pick up on that, dude. Yeah, so the house, the tree house gets caught on fire. Yeah. And, like, you know. But tree- then he, like, picks up the tree somehow. Huh, because it toppled over in the fire. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, at least that's how I remember this. It's been a couple weeks since we read this now, so. Dude, I don't fucking know, but they, they get so out of much. this. <laughs> There's so much happening. They get out of this forest fire, and she and Kane are, like, walking along, and they're still, like, flirting with each other, and, like, you know, there's just, like, a lot of, like, banter happening. Like, she's like, are you flirting with me? And, like... <laughs> okay, I'm really... Because, po- I mean, there's, like, 20 more fighting scenes in this, but I think this was the first fight scene where we're we're a couple fight scenes in right now and it's you know she's talked about getting banged around and all this stuff if i get in a five minute fight anything similar to that i'm, I'm out i'm me. out I, yeah. i'm not walking i'm not doing anything but and they're just like walking along their merry way she just she gets up on it and keeps walking to canada like <laughs> abel is i loved abel she is unstoppable I, literally you, did you ever watch kimmy schmidt Kimmy Schmidt. Unbreakable. Um, yes, I, I watched like a couple episodes. I didn't like go through it. She's but. like Kimmy Schmidt. She is unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah. Unbreakable able. I like it. Unbreakable able. Ah, I love it. Oh, we're so lame. Okay, so um, so they're walking along and um, they, I think they like steal and hotwire a car and then they get to like Kane's estate mm-hmm. because here we find out that Kane is not just a regular alien. No. He's, he's like. He's a king. He's a king. Yeah. And they call it. Natare. Is that how you say it in your head? I think I said Natari, but Natari? same thing. I don't know. Naruto? No. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. My husband loves anime, so I, I, just, I know that. Um, yeah, okay. so he's king. Natare. Yeah, he's a king, and he has this like big-ass estate where like all these humans actually live on his estate. And it's also the first time when they get to his estate where he explains to her how and why the others made it to Earth. So, mm-hmm. do you want to talk a little bit about, like, how these yeah. aliens got here? Okay. So, in her mind, she just knows what the government told them. Yeah. Which. <laughs> Which, like. Hello. <laughs> I thought that was pretty realistic. That was probably the most realistic part of this entire book. <laughs> so. They, like, essentially, like, told the humans, like, nothing and then conflicting information. And yeah. then all of a sudden, there was no more government. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they were like, oh, aliens came and attacked and destroyed the world. And they took over and they're all evil. Um, but he tells her. His home planet, it was dying for a while. They had known it for a while. Um, 
they three million years ago they already had set so that yeah, they had like an escape plan they had like escape pod yeah and it had been set in place for three million years and they they had earth picked out specifically because it was the closest to their genetic makeup so they could survive and blend and eat and yeah you know whatever uh so that shows how like advanced they were compared to humans that oh, they've had this place in three million were years they advanced amber to know what another planet is that far away for three million years like okay but like well okay well in this <laughs> like uh, uh like i don't think they had cars and shit well i guess they had escape pods but like i don't know i i didn't picture it as a world with like city buildings and stuff for some reason i'm just saying the fact that when they got to earth they thought it was called population because that's what all the signs that you like that. I love like, that. How y'all so smart, but y'all thought this place was called population because you saw some signs saying okay. population. So to clarify, when the aliens got here, they didn't know what anything was called. They didn't know what the world Which, was okay, called. Which, okay, if you've been studying Earth for three million years, you didn't know what anything was called. That's true. But, so they see all these signs at all the cities, you know, where it's like population 7,000, so they thought Earth was, you know, population. That is the stupidest fucking shit I've ever I thought that was so genius. Like, Amber literally had this in her notes. I love that they called it population. I was like, this is fucking stupid. Oh my, like, just the thought the author had to put into that, like, to... Okay, I will say it's cool the author thought of it, but, like, in reality, that's dumb as shit. Okay, so when when we're... when we are critiquing these things, I think we're more critiquing as in what would we do if we were actually in the book in this Correct. situation? Yeah. It's not like No reflection on Miss Steven. No, because I mean fab job. Man. Honestly, like I said, I think this is definitely in one of my top ten favorite books of all time right now. Just We're just saying. failed writers who are <laughs> <laughs> bitter and like talking shit. <laughs> so she does not like that we were called uh, population. Where were we at with that? Oh, um, okay, so, so we're talking about state. yeah. This, he's at this. They're at the normal society with all the people and all the amenities. Um, and okay, this is where I stopped liking King. This is where I felt like he got gaslighty as shit. Because so Abel, when when they get to his estate and she sees it's normal, I have to read you this conversation because I was just like, okay. what the hell, man? It, He's like totally insane. Like I did her. stop liking him too at some point, but it was way farther in. Okay, so Abel is like in disbelief because all her life she thought that like the aliens are evil and like out to hurt humans, right? And so when she sees all these humans living here, she's like, um, you know, so the humans like living with you. And then Kane is like, Well, wouldn't you? You already smell better than you did. And I'm just like well, damn, like, that's kind of rude. Like, it wasn't her fault that she smelled bad. Like, to your point, like, yeah. You know? And then, okay, so sorry, let me let me continue yeah. on. She's like, well, it's kind of hard to smell good when there's no soap or water out there. Yeah. And Kane responds to her, so you've come to shame me for mine after using some of it? And I'm just like, dude, man, like, you don't know her fucking life. Like, calm the, like I, I just felt like he understood she had trauma. Mm-hmm. And instead of, like... I don't know. I think it was meant to read as, um, like, jokey, flirty banter. Mm -hmm. But to me, I would be like, fucking dick. (laughs) That's just me personally, though. Like, it was... I did not enjoy, like... I felt like sometimes his, like, flirty banter went to the point of, like, well, you're just kind of being an asshole now. Like... Okay. I... Because I guess... Like, I understand her... Like, her rudeness and her, because, you know... Right, because to her, this is, like, blowing so her mind, So, I right? understand it, and then I also understand from him, because he's obviously not had to live out there, so I don't think he understands the extent of what yeah. population, you know, is like out yeah. there. 
And, uh, oh, like we said, um, with him, him traveling to Earth, the Earth people, they think, oh, aliens came and invaded and took over and killed everybody. And that they're eating everybody and stuff because yeah. that's what their government told them. But he was like, no, we are... We tried to, like, we, collaborate with the government. Yeah, the we, government, we like, met with all your world leaders yeah. and they wanted to run tests on us. Yeah, they, like, tried to experiment Which also them. sounds which very much so. like what our government would fucking do. <laughs> Bro, that was, that's what I would do. But alien came and be like, can I, like, do some tests? <laughs> Just like draw some blood or something, but like I feel like it, it was way more invasive than that. Humans uh, suck. So they came and then you know they try to kill the aliens, and the aliens are like, "Bro, I wanted to be friends with you, and you're trying to run tests on me and kill me, so fuck you. I'm gonna kill you back." Yeah. And they obviously. So maybe you're right. Maybe it was just like a mismatch of like. Because he just sees her being rude. Understanding, which she is being rude. Like yeah. she is being rude. Yeah. So he's like, she's gonna be rude. I'm gonna be rude. But like, she was justifiably rude. Right. Like it, it went against his characterization. Like he went from at the beginning, like you know, gently knocking on the door, like yeah, hey, I come in. To all of a sudden, like all right, damn, Kane, like calm your ass yeah. down. So like, or like maybe that was just like his breaking point where he's like. You know, I've been like, how when the aliens came to Earth, we were nice and yeah, like I've been not. nothing but nice to you, so, and now you're talking you know, shit. Fuck yeah. you. All right, so, all right. Okay. So that's how we get past that. I still don't like fucking Kane. But that's fine. <laughs> um, okay, Sorry. so um, Abel is like integrating into this normal society, and she's walking around his like estate with all these normal humans, and that is when she comes across um, Calvin, who will, who you know will continue being in the book. He's like her dance instructor, which we'll talk about. Um, yeah. And then she comes across Beast. So, yes. um, what did you think of that scene where um, I she loved it because I, I guess that kind of justified like how I said like you know she keeps fighting all these aliens and killing them. Well, tell and, us what happened with Beast. Okay, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, so he's it's it's a group of people and he's like, oh, I heard you're the alien killer, and she's like, aliens, like it's oh, been, it's oh. Been got like the neck roll going. Yes, <laughs> because because then all the humans around are like, what? Oh. Like, first of all, you didn't kill one, let alone you didn't kill multiple of them. Like they don't believe her. And Beast is, you know, chalking it up, and he's like, yeah, you know, you're gonna fight me, you're gonna take me down too, haha. And she's like, yeah. Like, I fucking am. And she proceeds to kick uh, the shit out of yes, him. Yes. What did it, I think it said, like, seven minutes long? <laughs> she was fighting this big-ass dude that everybody in the compound, whatever you want to call it, like, sees as the biggest, strongest man Hence there. Hence the nickname Beast. And the, this girl, random girl, comes in, you know, kicks his ass and, like, short stop of killing him. Yeah. So, Which I actually, I like that scene because one, it like solidified like Abel's a badass, mm -hmm. but two, there's a moment where like she has him like pinned to the ground or something like that and she looks up and realizes like how absurd this whole thing is yeah. and she calls herself ruined and I felt like that was a realistic uh, showing of like what somebody who actually had trauma would be like, exactly. like engaging in this fight and then like somewhere in the middle of this fight being like, Oh shit! Yeah, because like, no, she almost picked up his stick to stab him yeah, in the yeah. head or the eye or whatever, and she's like, "Wait, what the fuck? Am what I am I doing?" Yeah. yeah. So I, I really like that scene. Yeah. Um, and so then we find out, um, which also is why I hate it, Kane. Um, so he brought her to her estate, his estate, mm -hmm. because there's gonna be some like giant ball that all mm -hmm. the aliens are attending. Um, and the alien who took Ashlyn, which we find out his name is Mamak. Is that how you said his name? Mimic. 
uh, I, I butchered his name. I just like I just yeah, <laughs> and like I just I, I butchered it. Bad. I'm gonna call him Mamak because Mamak. Okay. I didn't do hooked on phonics, so okay. I don't know. Um, so Mamak is going to be at this ball and, you know, they're going to come up with some plan for her to like get to know Mamak and get Ashlyn back. Um, and so, um, what did you think of this plan? How did you feel about it? Like, I feel like with what they were working with, it sounded it was like, all they got. It, it sounded like a solid plan to me. Yeah. Just like, let's, let's just go with it and see what happens. Yeah. Like, like. I, like, cause it obviously sounds like they don't ever have reasons to get together. Like, there wasn't ever any other reason for him to be inside with Mamak. Uh, so. You know, balls uh, is good an excuse as any. Yeah, and also at this point, like, I don't know if Kane was really that like invested in her. Like, I obviously he like liked her, but like, I don't think he was like, oh, she's gonna be my wife, cause you know she is a human. Yeah, they just like to know each other. Yeah, and he is like, you know, I'll help her. She can get to the party, and then and whatever she makes of it. That was kind of how it was presented, right? Yeah. Like, let me just get her to this ball, and then we'll see what happens from there. Yeah, like she can take off. Like, um, so it's clear that Abel is starting to develop feelings for Kane, um, because before this ball, um, it's like nighttime, and she walks into Kane's room. Only to see this like beautiful redheaded woman like kneeling before him, and what do we find out? Uh, Abel like, because uh, isn't she going to like apologize to him or something and just be like, hey, I like you or? Oh yeah, she I, is I gonna go apologize. It's, it's, it, it was something where like she's not used to ever being vulnerable like that in her life, and she's vulnerable, vulnerable <laughs> in her life. And so she does it, and she walks in, and you know, it looks like Kane's getting freaky with this. Getting uh, freaky, uh, yeah. So she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry," and like runs away. And then obviously Kane's like super fast, so he like beats her to the room. Somehow again. beats her to the room. Yeah, like <laughs> is it said that they have super speed or anything, or maybe he just knows his house better? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. She doesn't know where she's going, and she's okay. in those giant high heels that oh, they make her wear. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she's like the same height as like yeah. the aliens. Um, so that's why he beats her. Okay. To her own room. But he's like, "Yo, that's my seamstress." You know, and that's what did you think of that scene? That before you knew, it was I, I or did you kind of already know? Like, uh, I, I I didn't think it was anything romantic, or like, I'm trying to think what my first first impression was. I didn't think it was anything romantic on Kane's side. I thought maybe it's like a girl who likes him and is like trying uh, to get in. Yeah, because it's always that story like where. Uh, the man doesn't want the girl and then she's like trying to unbutton his shirt and he doesn't want it and then yeah, yeah. the girlfriend walks in. Like, I thought it might be like one of those scenes but then, you know, we find out seamstress. Uh, I kind of thought it would be hot especially once we get to know Tasha if like they all kind of Oh, I feel like Tasha was hot. But no, I thought it'd be kind of hot if they did like a polyamorous thing. Like I thought that that could have been like a fun... So, you know, if anybody's writing fan fiction out there... I, I, I could see it. Right? But I had a different poly relationship. I okay, yes, yes. We're, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay, so um, Kane beats her to her room, and they finally have their first kiss. Yes. I, I don't even know what page number it is. It was so far. It was definitely a very, very slow burn. I mean, we're like 200, and maybe 300 pages in the book. It, it was a, that slow, slow burn, and I loved it. I, I thought it was cute. I thought, I don't know. Uh, all the tension build up. Yeah. Just... I thought it was cute that it was her first kiss ever. Like, not just their first <coughs> kiss. That was her first kiss ever. Yeah, and 
I don't know if he knows that at this point because I'm like, I, don't think I, I like that he's respecting boundaries and not just like, you know, trying to jump in her panties right away. Like, oh, yeah. A lot of erotic books, you know, it's page five. They're already getting it on. So, I, I shout out Katie Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget my first erotica. <laughs> it feels like yesterday. <laughs> oh um, yeah, no, he was so gentle with her. Um, I have this quote right now from their first kiss. It says, he pulls back before it's over because it wasn't over. Nothing is the same now. Nothing is finished between us. And I just, don't make that face. Why are you making uh, that face? I know, I just, I guess I'm trying to picture it. Like, I love it. I love the sweet, and like, is it realist? I, I mean, obviously it's a fantasy book, but like. Is it because she's so old? Is that what your issue is? No, I think... I'm just, I don't think I've ever had a first kiss like that. Like, don't yeah, tell well, my husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, for normal people, their first kiss happens when they're like, what, 12 or 13, and it's like the worst. I was just saying a first kiss, kiss. Oh, you mean first kiss? Any, like, okay, with yeah. any man I've ever kissed for the first time, like, I think I get, I just, like, I'm more nervous, and like, but I don't think, like, life is so different now my whole life has changed yeah which <laughs> like i mean that would have been nice i mean yeah but that's yeah it's not realistic yeah. but i mean neither are aliens so i mean uh-huh. yeah no but, no <laughs> like when i was reading it i was just like oh like my heart right now it makes me so happy like it's breaking down her walls and in addition to them not having uh, sex that night because they don't have sex that night. Um, he's so gentle with her; he just goes down on her. Like they don't have sex. Was that was one of my favorite scenes? Him going down on her. Uh, yes. You finally get to the spike because she didn't know what an orgasm was. Oh yes, and she's like explaining. She's like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> she's like explaining like what it feels like to have that like build up. Yeah. And she. Like, she says something like, um, I feel like I'm about to explode. Is it going to hurt? And he's like, no, this explosion won't hurt. And I'm just like, it's so weird to have a man explaining to a woman what an orgasm feels like. No, and then, like, you know, she asked him, like, does that happen for you too? Yeah. And it just goes to show, like, how secluded out, you know, in population that she was that She's a 26-year-old woman has never... that doesn't know about orgasms. Yeah. Like, even, like, I'm not... You can be 26 even right now in the real day and not that have had one. That is very true. Like, but you still know what they are. Dude, you know I actually they're... don't know. I think there might be some 26-year-olds out there who don't realize that women orgasm. I think oh, that could totally be a thing. Really? Okay. Well, that's... That's, that's fail- sad, right? I, that's failed school systems for you right there. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell like. somebody's husband <laughs> <laughs> but so love that for her that yeah. she experiences jealous of her for that that her very first somewhat sexual encounter she has a fucking orgasm because I'm pretty I sure I, I was a couple pretty years pretty sure it took it some time before that before happened, happened yeah. so. I, I loved in that scene her vulnerability because it's clear it's her first time obviously it's her first kiss first time having any kind of sexual contact and she like says at some point that she's afraid she's going to embarrass herself and he's like there's no risk of that and it was just there's so much vulnerability and like you really got the sense that like she was scared but like excited and like yeah. it was it was very very sweet um, and i like 
please don't let me be wrong about this. I'm 99, like, we've read a lot of books lately. I'm 99% sure it was this book when it said he began to go down, she squeezed her legs shut first. Yeah. Out of nerve. I fucking love that. Because even, I'm sorry, I've been married, to, I've been with my husband for four years, like, uh, we are very, you know, whatever. But, like, we I still... very what? <laughs> you know, we... Sexual? Yeah, yes, like, obviously, like, I'm very open with him. I love him. Like, I, I have nothing to hide or whatever. But, like, if, uh, you know, when he starts going, like, yeah. there's something in me, like, I, I at first, like, I, I that, that's what I do. I, like, clench my legs. I'm like, yeah. ooh, like, I get scared for a second. But then, like, obviously, you know, whatever happens. It really captured the, like, range of emotions a woman goes through, no matter when and it, she's having sex. So, like, there's so many books that I read where it's like, you know, this girl's a virgin and she, the man's like, you know, let me see your vagina. And she, she just plays she herself. Just and she's just like, okay, here you go. You know, he's just looking at my beautiful flower right now. And I'm like, for the first time, like, I, I, maybe this is just me, but like, no, I, I agree. let, who, you know, my first was like, just sit there and stare at my vagina. Like, no. you know, I was shy about it. Like, I covered myself. Like, yeah, exactly. So I loved that about this book. It felt realistic. It did feel very realistic. Um, but I am an idiot because <laughs> let me tell you what I thought, how I imagined this. Um, so uh, Stevens writes uh, about this scene. Then he does something wonderful with his mouth. He presses his whole thing over my core and breathes hot air through the thin barrier of my boxer shorts. I thought this motherfucker was giving her a raspberry. <laughs> I was like, I really thought. And then I had to reread it and was like, oh, I think core means like your vagina. Is that a thing in erotica? Does core uh, mean your vagina? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, core is a vagina and I've actually... I've never heard that before. Like as a non-erotica reader, I have never heard the vagina referenced as a core before. I, I have. Not, it's not it's every not book, okay. but like, I, I have heard it a couple times. Um, Dude, I'm such a fucking idiot. But, okay, so it was the core part, not the blowing the air part, right? Well, the combination of thinking the core meant, like, abs, because uh, that's how we usually talk about okay. the core, and then that he blew air on it, I was like, is he giving her a raspberry? <laughs> no, like, be before, because, like, when I was reading up to it, before the part where it said over the, or whatever. Over the boxer briefs. Over the yeah. boxer briefs. I thought, at this point, I thought she was naked for some reason, so when he, it said blue air, I was like, oh, wait, raspberry, like, no, <laughs> okay, so but then I saw boxer briefs and I have, you know, whatever, done that before, so I, I knew that. That's moment. interesting. I've never I've never heard of like uh -huh. the the blowing. So it, like, it's the hot air, it just you know gives you a little, little thin, <laughs> Yeah, look, like it, it's nothing like crazy here, like you know I like, check that one out. I'm not gonna like request it, but like if it happens I'm like, oh that was nice. Okay. <laughs> a little, a little uh, fresh air. But like like over the clit air, not like <laughs> Oh, it's not like a blowhole. <laughs> no, do not blow up in there. I'm pretty sure that's how you get a UTI. So I don't know. You heard it from Amber, folks. No blowing in the vagina. <laughs> um, okay, so um, once they finish having sex, um, you know they kind of, um, you know, cuddle. And I had a question for you. Like, do you think the size difference would be awkward? Because the others, like he is described, Kane is described as being like seven feet tall, and I assume Abel's like, you know, five five, five six, average height of a woman. Like, how? I don't think so because there's. I'm making wild arm motions. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand how they would. Cuddle. I don't think so because I mean, like, if they all are seven foot tall, so obviously they all look ginormous compared to humans. But there are seven foot tall humans. 
right now. Oh my god, there are seven foot tall kids. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like <laughs> six nines and stuff, so like, it's just not a lot of them out there, but so I think it's just Hey, one NBA that, players, how do you cuddle? <laughs> exactly, so it's, it's there. Like, I don't think there's a size issue. I just, I'm saying, like, I feel like both of our husbands are like normal size. Yeah. And I like the cuddles, because it's like you kind of fit, you uh, know? No, you yeah. fit. It's like it's a spoon. Like, it's Any not... bigger, it'd be weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess I've never been with super tall dudes, so I don't know. You never been with an alien? No. No, <laughs> no aliens. All right, so that is their sex scene. I think all in all, we enjoyed it. It felt realistic, um, and it, it just seemed very um, pleasurable, uh, vulnerable. Um, I would say at times fun. There's, like, some giggling that happens in all this. It, just, it felt like a normal, like, happy, hot sex scene. And I like it was all focused about like her comfort, her like, pleasure. Yeah, which nobody's first time is like that. No, I shouldn't say nobody. I, but I think also because all, like, I mean, ours, we weren't twenty six when we had our first time, so that's right. <laughs> we won't say ages, but we, we weren't twenty six. So he's obviously a male, and he's described as several hundred years old. So he's this ain't like, his first rodeo. Yeah, he's he's not. You know, got peach fuzz on his balls and Ew, not knowing what he's doing. Gross, Amber. No peach fuzz. I, I was just trying to like show imagery of like you know young. Oh, that's too young. Never mind. Scratch all Thanks that. Thanks for the guys. imagery. Um, <laughs> leave hey. it to leave it to Elizabeth Stevens for the imagery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next thing is the big ball. Um, but before they go, Kane. Uh, clues Abel in on the plan for how to get Ashlyn back, which I actually thought was kind of fucked up that mm -hmm. he had this plan and it's like the day before the ball that he tells uh, Abel the plan. Yeah. Which, do you remember what the plan is? To seduce? Yes! Uh, Mamaduke. What? Mamaduke. What's his name? Did you so my, my mocking Babaduke. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Did you do that last episode? <laughs> <laughs> That's my safe word. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Kane's plan is for Abel to go to this ball and seduce Mimok and yes. get essentially invited to his house like a paid escort in order to get Ashlyn back. That's the grand plan, um, which I thought was stupid as shit. I thought that was, like, I could have seen that being a plan Kane uh, made up before their romantic encounter together but yeah. now that they've had the romantic counter i'm like you couldn't come up with anything better yeah that's like, the best you got i feel like you're throwing this woman that you clearly like a lot like to the wolves yeah like, <laughs> but okay. so that's the plan um so they get to this ball and um all of the others seem to have human escorts yes did you think that was weird i thought it was i i, I guess because kane's little compound is ran differently but like since all the humans are happy and everything in his little area, my first thought was like, why are they having like human escorts? Like it was like a little dog, a little pet by yeah. his side. But then I was like, okay, so maybe not everybody is the same ruler that Cain is. Like so, Cain is like a king, but there's several kings in these. Yeah, there's like seven yeah. others. But in yeah. addition to kings, there's like. Kind of like our own royalty system. There's like yeah. lower level, like noble. But I guess what I thought was weird is it wasn't entirely clear to me that like, do all others like attracted to humans? Like what about like, because there's other women, there's women yeah. aliens. Like do they never 
get to, you know what I mean? Like, it was just weird that all of them had human escorts, where, like, you would think, like, some of them would want to be with each other, right? Like, I just, uh-huh. I didn't understand it. I, like, I know he liked her because she was pretty, and, you know, they were together, but I, I saw it as, the, it was human blood bags, like. Okay, so that's the point, and that, yeah. and that was my other question is, is the blood food for them, or is it always inherently sexual? Huh, no, it was food. Okay, that's so why food uh, for them. because it, it was said that uh, Kane's, you know, humans that he takes care of and uh, they tithe, teeth, 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 tithe, tithe. tithe. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck I, are you talking I, about? I, I've, I've seen that. I like the tithe. Uh, they tithe once a month. Uh, yeah, they're blood. They like and, donate their blood. Yeah, yeah and okay. it's it's a volunteer. Whoever wants to do it, but they are happy to do it because he provides them with a wonderful life. Like so. So is the blood. So it's food for them, but is it also sexual? Oh. But it doesn't always have to be sexual. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think uh, because that's also where um, it. he says that wherever they cut you on your body, like you can either get cut your neck, your wrist, yes. or your thigh. If it's That like the, indicates. Yeah, if they cut your thigh, like groin area for the blood, then you, you're just... You're, you're like sex. a prostitute. Yeah, you're yeah. a prostitute. Uh, I can't remember what wrist I think if they was. cut their wrist, it just means it's like literally just for like the yeah. blood. Yeah. And then if they cut your neck, that, that means... Like emotional, like intimacy. Yeah. Okay, thank you so, for clarifying yeah. that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this um, dinner party, uh, you're right, they're like human blood bags because there's a scene where everybody like is instructed to like have their human cut so they can like drain their blood into a wine glass and then the others drink their human escorts blood and then what happens with Abel and Cain in that scene? So earlier that day he had cut her neck just to like show people that he was being intimate with her like that she wasn't just like prostitute that you know she was she was a high prostitute or something um and he got like a drop of blood on his tongue when that happened and he went into a, a frenzy like he didn't react how he would with he like other. did like a sexual sigh like in public yeah like a, oh. like, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah so when he drank her blood at the party again he he knew he was going to react that way again so he tried to put it off but nobody would drink their blood until he drank first because you know he's king so he takes a small sip and he it's so good. He makes like that weird sexual sigh. <laughs> do you want me to do my weird Please sexual sigh? do it. Oh! <laughs> That's how you picture it? No, I just, I don't know how to make weird sexual sighs. No, I, I, <laughs> All right, on. do it first. I'm going to, I got to sip my wine and do it like how I pictured the book. I'll, like, you I'll can't practice. see this, but. Let me practice. Oh! <laughs> people to know how much he she really means to him yeah so he played it off as saying what the fuck did you eat today your blood tastes disgusting bro like yeah you know take this away yeah get away so he has an excuse not to drink and then has another girl you know give her blood to him so he can drink the rest of time 
and she feels embarrassed by it. Yeah. But I think she knows like why he had to do it. Yeah. But but she doesn't fully know. Yeah, and she's still embarrassed because this like motherfucker didn't explain shit to her. That's what made me so did. mad. He did not explain anything to her. She had no idea anything. All he told her was don't talk to anybody. And then the one time she talked, like he didn't tell her. He was like, yeah, you can talk. And he like you just told her not. She's not allowed to talk. I don't know. That was just, that's that's where I started getting annoyed with Kane. So um, then there's like some dancing that happens, and she catches the eye of Mimok. Mimol. Mimol. So we're getting farther down into the bottle right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so did you catch that Mimok has an eye patch? I have so much trouble because, like, some. I don't know if I'm reading it wrong or if I'm just. Like I don't scenes. think Elizabeth Stevens is the best with um, like physical characterization. Like no. it was hard to know what the characters looked like. Like I, I, I we're kind of far in, but like Abel, <laughs> we haven't mentioned yet. <laughs> Ab- uh, Abel is a woman of color, which is so rare. At least I, I mean I've read a lot. Maybe I'm not reading as much as I could in different areas, but. I think this is the first woman of color male lead. And like an I mean, female lead character. Yeah. Oh, no. This is the first female lead character I've ever read. Like oh, I've, shit. It's always, uh, if there's any at all, it's always like the side characters and stuff. And I know newer. The genre's uh, like changing. I, yeah, yeah. I know that people are trying to get more progressive and it's coming out more. So this was the first one I read and I enjoyed that. But my issue with it was. I think it was one short line at the very beginning of the book. So the first time I read the book, I missed it. And in my head, I pictured, you know, the typical white girl, brown hair that every other book describes. And it wasn't until I went back and read the reviews where people were like, you know, yes, finally a woman of color being portrayed as a main character in a book. And she's a bad bitch. And I had to go back to see. I was like, where did they describe this? It was literally like a five little word line that described There are three. I pulled the three quotes. Oh, you found more? There are three quotes. Okay. There's one where she talks about having curly hair. So that's like your first clue is that like she has curly hair, which I mean, obviously white women have curly hair too. Yeah. Um, There's another where she says that she's mixed with black and Cherokee, but has blue eyes. So that's the main one. And then there's another where Kane is talking about Ashlyn because she's talking about how that's her sister. Mm-hmm. And he's like, sister, she looks nothing like you. So that's like our, because okay. Ashlyn is described as being white and blonde hair. Yeah. But yeah, like I thought that like, because um, I think when we first started reading this book, I think we both thought Elizabeth Stevens was white, but she's not. Uh, no, I, I, and I, I think I told you that when I Google, there's two Elizabeth Stevens. Oh. And I, mean, I just knew Elizabeth Stevens' author and one popped up. And it wasn't until I went to her Goodreads where I, I meant to do it. Yeah, that's what like, I did. I, I went to wrong. her Goodreads. And I saw, so. I was like, oh, she's also, like, I don't, I don't know what her ethnicity is, but she's also, like, a woman of color. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought it was interesting that she didn't do more to, like, um, I don't know, play Showcase up. it? Or, like, yeah. I don't know. And just, like, I felt like, um, which I guess maybe because it's an apocalyptic world, but I felt like there were things maybe culturally she could have done to play more to, like, if she's half black and half Cherokee, like, you know, just, like, it, it seemed like as if she had taken a, um, a character and just, like, transplanted them, like, yeah. into, like, a white person's world, and there was no mention of, like, 
her culture. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like that was, that's my mistake because I don't remember the half black, half Cherokee line whatsoever. But like, if well, I was only looking for it because you told. Oh, that was the only reason how I God. knew. Okay. Is because you told me before. I think I was only like a chapter in. Mm-hmm. So that was the only reason why I picked up on it. But I'm sure if you hadn't told me that. But if you're gonna, gonna like specify like that much to say like oh half Cherokee and stuff like. You know, yeah, you just would have thought a, it would have made a, it more. Yeah. yeah. Which I um, guess maybe she was trying to, like, she wanted to make sure she had, like, mainstream rears. And maybe she felt like if she made it too, yeah, and, and that's, you know, you don't, have you to, don't know what her, like, You don't have yeah. to focus the entire book on it. Like, I, I'm yeah. focusing on it right now specifically because this is the first female, the first lead character I've read. Um so obviously the the book doesn't need to be around her race. Like yeah. it's not based off her race. But it would have been nice to have like at, a little more. Like maybe a deeper description at the very beginning so that that's what I would actually like because like I didn't know how to, yeah. like, I didn't know how to picture her through this entire book, but so even I made up something Kane, in my head. It was unclear. Besides, she always described him as having like a Superman like mm. curl. So like I imagined the like Kent Clark. Yeah. You know, look. But other than that, I really did not know how to picture Kane. No, I just pictured tall with a glowing chest. Like, I don't... Yeah. Like, I don't remember any facial features of him or, like, coloring of his skin or anything. Yeah. So, but I mean, I guess... Fantasy is all up to uh, yeah, you can, you can have it look after you so. want. So all that to say, my mom has an eye patch. Okay, sorry. Which, <laughs> <laughs> um, and she dances with him at this ball, and um, he is feeling her, and he invites her over to his house. So she's like, success, I did it, I got invited to his house, and she's going to go save Ashlyn. But before that can happen, that's the kitchen scene. Oh, yes. <laughs> so Kane sees her dancing, and he knows the fucking plan. He knows He that came she, up with the plan. He knows she has to flirt, but he did not like seeing that. So oh, he, he is so jealous. He's like, come with me now. And he, like, takes her to the kitchen, and, like, she screams at everybody, get the fuck out of here. I loved that. Uh, I loved that he, like, ordered the kitchen staff I I'm I love a dominant toxic man. I'm sorry. I <laughs> she do. loves her a toxic. I do. So everyone get the fuck out and he tells her this is where my turning point for Kane happened. Okay. He, he slits his wrist, pours his blood in a teacup, and he's like, drink it, drink it all right now. Yeah. And she does it. He does not explain to her the implications of what that is. Yes, which we do find out later yeah. what that means he's, this whole by time, her drinking his blood. This whole time he's been consent king, and even after this, like, when he's like, uh, I think they went to the floor, if I'm not mistaken, and he's, you know, about to put his penis in her. <laughs> And go to town, and he even no one makes sex sound unsexier than put his penis in her and go to town. Well, you know, like they're missionary at this point, and he's about to enter her, and he's like, you know, are you you sure you want this? So even in that moment, he reverts back to his consent king status, but he didn't with the blood. He does not explain the implication. And I felt like that was a way more serious thing. A much more serious, as we will get to. Uh, yes, but so anyways, very hot scene, if you want to continue. I mean, in this scene, they have sex literally 
a million times. Like, I think it actually says that they had infinity sex, uh -huh. which I don't know what the fuck that means. I've never had infinity sex before. They both kept orgasming and like, they wouldn't like, stop. Yeah. Like, on. if one orgasmed, it made the other one orgasm because it was so hot. And then that would make the other one orgasm again because that one orgasm. And it said, like, they were like, we have to stop her. We're going to kill ourselves. Like, how do you have that much? I guess you can orgasm without coming too. That's true, yeah. Ejaculating. So, but like, I feel like that would Can just... Can you imagine? I feel like I would get... Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I feel like it would be, like, hypersensitive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like after a while, it's kind of like a tick, like, a being tickled. You know how, like, yes. it feels good, but then after a while, it doesn't it's, feel good no, anymore. Like, it hurts. Yeah. I think that that's how infinity orgasming would feel. I feel like after three... No, I, I could do three. I feel like... Orgasm. Back to back to back? I, I, I would feel like three, maybe four would be my... Like a, a max. My max. And yeah. then I'd be like, okay, wait, no, this isn't cool anymore. Like, something's <laughs> this wrong. This isn't cool anymore. <laughs> we need to go to a hospital. Yes. <laughs> like, that doesn't sound... Like, I, and I know that... You know that show Sex Lane in the ER? No, there's... I, I saw a thing where an, uh, this woman orgasms like 200 times a day or something. It's like... Oh, yeah, I saw that. The, I don't know, Dr. Phil show or something. Yes, she and I feel so bad for her. Like, so that's what I picture. Because it's like too much pleasure is pain. Like yes. that's like not fun anymore. And like, can you imagine your like core no. muscles? No, I, I literally can't. Like, you must have abs of fucking steel. Like, oh my. Anyways, but so they have sex literally a million times. Um, and he even says in this scene, which I did not get at the time. I had to like think about it after I read it. Um, but he says, I need you in me. And she's like confused yeah. because she's like, I'm pretty sure sex doesn't work like that. Like there's nothing I put in you, but we don't know the significance of that line until we find out later on in the book, what he means by I need you in me. Yes. And remind me, he doesn't take her blood in that moment, does he? Oh, he does. Oh, he does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, um, bites her neck. Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then they have sex all night. You know, people come in. Yeah, they go. They go back. They have sex in the car on the way back to the. Like that poor driver. I'm sorry. Like I, like, I I'm not one of those people where I'm like, if you have this much money, you can pay anybody off or anything. No, you still have common fucking courtesy and respect right. for people. Like, like is it Calvin driving the car? Like, oh, and Calvin has the crush on her. Like, it's not ever like confirmed but you could but just you know tell. like he, he just like finds her pleasant to be around yeah just, he like blushes at her and, and then shit. i think they say that they have sex on every single staircase no, stair step, step going, going up, up the, the staircase. staircase dude i would literally die i would be like stop stop <laughs> get away get off of me <laughs> don't come near me <laughs> i can you like okay just look at these stairs right now and every single stair step. And that's what's and he's got like this mansion. Like I'm looking at uh, I mean this is a normal ass staircase. Yeah, I'm looking at Ali's staircase right now and I'm just like especially if his are wood like hers are right now, like that would be painful. And like is it an orgasm for every step or are they just like scooting up each oh, yeah. thrust? <laughs> up the rug? Each thrust are going up. wildly on my chair. We're gonna have to clean that off later. <laughs> Dude, that was insane. I would get bored. Like, I think I would honestly get bored having that much sex. I, I would get raw. Like, I'm sorry. Like, oh, I know, yeah. I know some women are like wetter than others, but like, I, I'm like, come on. Like, you Dude, dry up at some point. No, like, right? Oh, okay. Like, by number two, I'd be okay. like, let's let's just take a little break. Like, <laughs> I was just like we can keep doing it later. Yeah. Like, I just, 
we can make out for a bit, or not even really, because well, your mouth is like, all dry too. Yeah, I'm, but I'm just saying, like, you you can't just walk up the stairs. Yeah, and wait till you get to the bedroom. I mean, like, and uh, I don't know, like, I maybe it's in my older age. I just get tired. But I'm just like, no, I need a bed. I I'm, I'm I sorry. I, I, need I got a bed back. I, I do. Everyone's <laughs> like, no, literally, I have a bed back. I do, but I, I need a bed. I'm not. I'm not about that. Long. We're not in our use anymore. No. So, I, like, <laughs> I, like I, I thought the... We are so bitter. I love that she's having the hottest sex of her life, and we're just like, eh. I know. I'm not even 30 yet, and I'm just like, we're old. <laughs> but, but seriously, it's it's hot, Um, you I, know, it, it's a lot of fun. And then when they get yeah. home, they engage in more blood play, where this mm-hmm. time, he's, like, intentionally cutting her and there's like a scene where like there's like blood running down like her boob and he's like licking it off her boob so this is like the blood play blood play what'd you think of it i liked it i did too i mean like if my husband tries to slit open my titty and let blood come out i'd be like you're going to jail but i I thought it was cool to read about and i think it's like intimate the swapping of bodily fluids yeah like that's so intimate yeah, no, I mean, I loved reading about it. Like, I, I thought it was hot. Yeah. I still think the the first time you went down on her was a little bit hotter, but I think it's specifically because of how much sex they had in it. It just seemed like it would be painful at that point. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, like, if it was the first time they had sex and they were, you know, drinking each other's blood and stuff, I was so down for that. But you know what? I will say, I think I will like vampire books more because <laughs> Amber's too happy. <laughs> She's, like, <laughs> smiling like an idiot right now. Like, oh, you want vampires next? I think I like the um, the the biting of the neck. Like, I find that much hotter than, like, when he's, like, cutting her. Yeah. I don't know why, because it feels more oh. primal, I guess, when you're, like, biting somebody to get their blood versus, like, it feels more, like, surgical and, like, cold when you're, like, yeah. oh, let me, and, like, let me cut you. Knives, like, scare me. Like, you yeah, can, like, it's a little scary. Like you can get an artery that way. Like. <laughs> But no, it's because I just read a really good vampire book like this week. Is this but, up, but I'm not letting you touch it because if you hate this book, like I don't think I could come back from that. So I don't. Oh, know. is it like toxic, toxic? But hey, it's like I just the things that you don't like about certain books already. Like I, I think I, I learned I, I'm not into possessive males, and I'm oh, not into no you. Yeah, you're not yeah. touching this book at all. Oh, no, sorry. But for the podcast, Amber. Huh? No, that's exactly. <laughs> if you want to, but I'm not she listening does not to, want to discuss like, not, We're not discussing it on here. I don't, I don't have a heart attack. All right. Anyway. So, um, did you think it was sexy or not when, um, after they've been having sex for a while, or I guess like the next day actually, he's kind of in a mood with her um, because she's going to go over to Mamak's house and he's like kind of feeling really jealous. And he has this quote where he says, you know, this house is not mine without you in it. It's yours now too. I'm a selfish, jealous male. I will not give you up. Not when I'm so deeply in love with you. And um, I, I wanted your thoughts on that line because I, it was like, it was his plan from the get-go for her to like seduce Mamak and get this invite to her yeah. house, his house. And now he's like all jealous over it. So like, what did you think? I like it. You're, you're into it? Like, not in real life, like... But no. like reading about it, yeah. Yeah, but no, it's that's that's my go-to favorites. Yeah. So I, I liked it, and I just they didn't have sex before, and <clears throat> he had never had. And I know like things change when they drink each other's bloods and stuff. So and the attraction gets like more. So I think before when like he, more intense when he made the plan, he he didn't really care about her, and he was like, you know, whatever she does. But now he's like, oh wait, no, you're mine, and you can potentially get killed doing this. 
Yeah. And I don't want you to die. And so. Yeah. Dude, I think this had like 31 highlights on Kindle. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, I highlighted so much stuff, but, like, just for the sake of the length of this podcast that I don't even want to know what we're at right now. Dude, like, we're I'm so not even... far gone. Okay. Right, this is definitely going to be a two-parter. I okay. don't even want you to look at the time stamp. Okay. Like, let's just keep going, because we're not okay. even halfway through. Okay, cool. <laughs> we got more wine, okay? I, I feel like it, it's going to start going faster now, though. But anyways. Okay. All right. So, she goes to my mom's house, right? Um, And she's giving her this tour of... <laughs> his house sorry he's giving her a tour of his house and she's like super bored because he's just like oh yeah and here's my my man cave with my pac-man machine and my like ping pong table and she's I, just like i okay as much as i know he's the bad guy i fucking love that like i just like it was so fucking normal it makes me like think like if an aliens were to come to our planet right now and like they had free range to have whatever they shit. want like, what would their go-to be? Like, would it be Xbox? Like, would they be, like... Oh, my God. Can you imagine if we conquered the alien race just by introducing them to, like, PS5? <laughs> like, gotta get one more killing, bro. <laughs> He's so funny. Um, so, okay, she has this plan where she's going to knock Mimok out with this tranquilizer that Tasha has expertly hidden in this coat that she sewed for Abel. So she knocks him out with this tranquilizer, and then she's able to find all these cages where Mamak has been keeping these, like, young, prepubescent girls, including Ashlyn, mm-hmm. um, which I think we're supposed to assume it's both for, like, their blood and maybe for, like, sex. Uh, no, like, it was heavily, uh, I, I felt like it was more sex than blood. Oh, so, it was uh, so good. That was yes. kind of the point of the book where, like, I mean, like, uh, I know that, like, some people, like, enjoy the action, but for me, this was, like, gore overload. Like, it was, it was too much. Like, I was just like, man, like, I didn't, I didn't need it. Like, uh, like, okay. So I'm, if, if a book makes you feel anything to me, like how I was completely disgusted with the scene, like, yeah. because, you know, she just thinks it's Ashley, which I mean, obviously one pubescent girl is too much, Yeah. but, but he, it's like 20 he's, of them, right? he's got cages of yeah. these girls and they're all naked and, you know, children. <laughs> uh, so gross. And they, cause I think Ashlyn's like 12 and he said, she said there's girls younger than Ashlyn oh, and oh. they're, uh, and the rage I felt in the, like. The anger and the disgust at the scene, but I appreciate if a book can make me feel such strong feelings, regardless if it's a bit of happy feelings or disgust feelings. Yeah. The author did what she intended to do. Yeah. And she, yeah. that's the reaction she wanted to pull out of us, and she succeeded in doing that. So I She thought, sure did. Like, yeah. I think I had to, like, put my Kindle down and, like, all right, I'm going to go to bed and pick up tomorrow. Like, yeah. So I applaud her for being able to... To make us feel things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, no, it was it was a depressing scene. He, yeah. But, so, anyways. But you thought Ashton was a badass in that scene. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. So she's, you know, she was always the little girl. She was always getting taken care of by her mother, Bex, and Abel. And in this scene, I feel like Ashlyn, like, since she got separated from her mom and Abel, she she took everything she learned from them yeah. in all these years, and she was like, okay, I'm going to be that bitch. I'm going to... Yeah, she, uh, like, came up with a plan. She was, like, helping girls escape. Yeah, like. she she was running it all, yeah. and she, she succeeded because... Abel got stuck there. She couldn't leave. And Ashlyn was able to take all these little girls. I and mean, she's a little girl herself. Right. And she was able to take all these little girls and safely get them to like up to yeah. yeah, to safety. And I don't know. I just, no, I, it was I appreciated cool. that It was a scene. cool scene. What wasn't a cool fucking scene? This shit made me so angry. So 
Mimok is waking up from the tranquilizers, yeah. and Abel's hiding behind a fucking curtain, which was already stupid because they have a heightened sense of smell and like sight, right? They talk about that a lot that the others can like smell like really well. And so the fact that he couldn't identify her, I'm just like, all right, whatever. Like, you know, I guess we forgot that they have like really good sense of smell and hearing or whatever. But she's hiding behind this curtain. And there's a line where she audibly gasps when Mamak like comes in. And I'm just like, you've been through all this shit. You have fought all these people. And you fucking gasped? No. <laughs> Mine, you, you trained this motherfucker, right? Yeah. He's sleeping. Chop off his fucking head. He won't wake up. I didn't even think about that. He won't wake up. Oh, but you know what? No. Cain uh, told her she couldn't kill him. Oh. Because um, something about like it would look bad like uh, if it got back on him because she thought okay. about killing him. Okay, I remember that part. Now. Yeah. Okay. So that, but yeah. okay, we'll double trank him then, like <laughs> something like because she did have another tranquilizer yes, with her that he used on her. Yes. So he knocks her out and then she wakes up because she's always being knocked out and waking up. It happens so like ten times. times in this book, and she still gets up and walks away. So Anyways. he's dragging her to like this like underground cave, cage, sewage thing, mm-hmm. and he chains her up. And I thought it was gonna be, because I'm thinking, of course, why did we both think of Sarah J. Moss when we were reading this? I, I thought she was gonna wake up next to one of those giant worms. I thought it was just gonna be like like super evil aliens that are like being starved forever and they're just gonna come eat her. Yeah. You know. Which I mean you were closer than me yeah. because there is a super starved alien down yeah. there who almost eats her. Yeah. And it turns out, do you wanna say the big reveal? Dun dun dun. Wait, is that that's not a reveal sound, is it? Dun oh. dun dun. <laughs> the alien that has been trapped down there, starving, is Mikey, Kane's missing brother that is presumed dead at this point. <gasps> yeah. And hence the key, because the key that we have like not even talked about. For I, an I know. Hour. I feel like we forgot. Like this, the key was never mentioned again. Like, why didn't she ever ask in any of this like five hundred pages that the last time we spoke? <laughs> like, what is this key? She was like, hey, by the way, like when we met, you know, you almost died for this key. Uh, what, what what's that about? You know, but no. Anyways, the key unlocks the brother. I just realized something. He, Kane assumed Mikey was dead this whole time. Or what well, his name so was. So why did he care about? Why did he the need key? the key? Oh. I guess he needed to get his body. I don't know. Like did yeah, he I, did he know that that's where the body was? Because like he scented Abel. I don't to there. know. I don't know. Was that just like a writing faux pas? Or I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe there's maybe they'll get revealed and no. What if the key wasn't for that? What if the key was for something else? And we're gonna find no, out about it. And, no, no, because they, yeah. they 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 use they the use key. The key. <laughs> uh, well, but, scratch that. <laughs> so his name's Michael. She calls him Mikey. He hates that she calls him Mikey. She's it's not Michael. It's M- Mikael or something. Oh, Mikael. Like that. Okay. It's like because remember there's like Mikael. Remember in the book like. Oh yeah 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 you're right. But she calls him Mikey. Yeah, I like Mikey. So Mike, I like Mikey too. Yeah. And she's like, she's kind of like doing it to be like a little bit of a dick because like he's, he's being like, a fucking yeah, he's dick. being a dick. So she's like, all right, well, fuck you, Mikey. Yeah. Um. So she's down there. She's trapped. She's um intended to be eaten by Mikey because he's so hungry. But yeah. he he then like does the big reveal, the bigger reveal, because he's like, I'm not gonna eat you. I would never eat my brother's wife. 
And she's like, hold up, what the fuck do you mean wife? And so he has to explain to her, like, by you drinking his blood and him drinking your blood, you guys are now mated and bonded for life. Like, not just married, but, like, bonded. And so this is one earlier, I was like, you know, he's been consent king for everything, but what the the most major (laughs) thing you would need the most consent about, he... Oh, no, you drink my blood, I'm going to drink yours, I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen. Dude, I'd be so fucking mad. Like, even if I loved the person, I would be so pissed. So mad. Like, that, we're bonded for life. That's, that's like, I, I, I don't know, never mind. <laughs> Amber's speechless with anger. Because <laughs> well, I, I, I was going to say this, like, you know, if a male comes in you and tries to yeah, trap yeah, you. Yeah, like, the, tries to trap you with a pregnancy. Yeah, like, so... But I mean, you should also be using protection and being on protection. Well, don't be such a cold I, I know. So, but <laughs> I didn't say it because I was like, okay, so anyway. So, okay, it turns out they're bonded, and that's why he's not going to eat her. And then because they're bonded, Cain is able to track Abel because they have this blood bond. Yeah. Um, and so he tracks her down, and that's when he finds Mikey. And Vivian. Uh, <laughs> we need sound effects. Girl. I know. I feel like I was just thinking that. I was like, we have so a just like sound press the button. Bum, bum, bum. I, I feel like that's my only sound effect I keep doing. Right? I don't know. You just did a family reunion special huh? effect. Like, family reunion. I know, but how many books does that have? I, I don't know. Actually, never mind. That, that, that does. That's, Is that a true? I, I, I feel like I've read that at least five times. Okay. At some point <laughs> so we that, need a family like, reunion. Some, like, some character gets revealed. Like, Luke, I am your father. (laughs) (laughs) Now we need a sound effect for that. It gives me different levels of dun-dun-duns. All right. uh, (laughs) Okay, so Kane is able to track Abel by her, by her, by their blood bond. Their blood bond. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even scent. It's just the blood bond. Yeah, just their blood bond. And he gets there and he's like, oh shit. Mikey's alive. My brother's alive. Yeah. I thought my brother was dead. That could be like a Maury Show episode. Yeah. My brother's alive and I thought he was dead. Yes. Um, And it becomes clear that there's like some family drama there. Yeah, I feel like Mikey was the fuck up child that, you know, just scooted his way through, skirt, skirted his way through life. What's the word? Skirted? I don't know. Like, skirt, skirt. <laughs> Posted his way through life. He posted his way through life. Because we find out at some point that each alien household only got two pods to come to Earth when their planet failed. And uh, Kane was always going to get one pod because they knew he was going to be an Atari. Or maybe he already was an Atari. It was supposed to be one male and one female. Like the oldest male child and the oldest female child. But since there was no female child, the mother would have gotten the pod. And the mother gave it up to give it to... Mikey. Which I thought was kind of messed up that Mikey got the blame for it when, like, I don't know, what do you do if your mom is, like, forcing you to get on the pod? And, like, your mom wants to die with her husband. Like, that's... Yeah. Like, like why wouldn't you want your younger... But they gave him a lot of shit for that. Yeah, and, like, obviously the parents are older. Like, Mikey is your younger brother. Why would you want your younger brother to die? Right. Like, I don't know. I felt like he got too much. Yeah. 
for that. And so Mikey and Kane definitely have like a strained relationship, but they don't really have time to go over this because no. all of a sudden, Memoc. Why do I keep saying it with like a French Memoc? Like you're doing way better than I am. But he shows up, you know, to like come kill them. Because somehow he knows. Like he he knew they they were there. He was just hanging out in the in the cave. That's like he dropped her. Okay. Anyways, so he comes up. Big fight scene happens. Uh, and we finally get to meet the main bad guy. So we all this time, like 400 pages in, think that Mimok is the bad guy, but he's not. Elise. I mean, yes. Mimok is a bad guy. Yeah, but, but he's Elise, working for Elise. Yes, Elise is like the main bad dude, per your notes. Yes. <laughs> and she is also an Atari. She has the light in her chest, but it's like fading. Yeah. It's like dying. So she's going to die soon. Yes. And she's trying to figure out a way to live, yeah. like make her light come back. And so she's still a badass fighter though because she's way older than Kane and Mikey oh, for yeah. sure. So in this like fight scene, she's like kicking everybody's ass. Abel kills Mimok and Elise ends up capturing Kane and she like collapses the whole mountainside and so it's just Abel and Mikey like on their own to escape. Yes. So as for storyline, I think we're gonna end the storyline here to start the next episode. But I would like to go over like what we like, dislike so far, thoughts about what's going on so far. And I wanna start by how she kill uh Abel kills Mamak. Oh, you loved that? No. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Like, I love it for her. Bad bitch. But at, what we're at count number three now, I believe, of aliens. This. She has killed three aliens this at this point. Female who I, I it said that she had some uh, like karate background at some point. <laughs> yeah, she did. Okay, have but I mean, I, okay. <laughs> Can you imagine a little black belt? Like I feel like eight year olds get black belts, like, the, but they're not taking down aliens. <laughs> so I think this was my biggest problematic with the whole storyline of the book is this one single human has taken down three aliens by herself, which is apparently unheard of, of any human taking down any alien. Yeah. And this girl woman has done it by herself three times now, walks away from each time, no matter how beat up she is. They're they're throwing her against walls and you know, she's got to have broken bones at this point, but no matter what she gets up and she keeps walking away. Keeps on trucking. And then also if, this one girl has been able to take down three aliens by herself. How the fuck has none of our governments with all of our drones and bombs and everything? Dude, we're so incompetent. Like, <laughs> like we were able to get taken over by an alien race. When Abel's just taking them down. I imagine, like, yeah, have you ever seen a Steven Seagal movie? How, like, no matter what, he just, like, gets up and keeps, like, <laughs> taking down bad guys. That's, like, what I imagine. Like, some perfectly just, choreographed, like... Just, I felt like that was a little uh, plot flaw, but... Yeah, it was, like, a little unrealistic, right? Like, yeah. our gover- our world governments all working together to fight off these aliens couldn't do it. But this bitch... <laughs> she's, she's taking them down single-handedly without... Without... Uh, well, she had the sword a couple times, but, like, still, without guns, without all this yeah. crazy stuff, so... Just 
Her hands are lethal weapons, baby. Yes. <laughs> so I, I understand this is a fantasy book, but but come on, like you gotta still be realistic within that realm of so, it. So okay, something I loved but hated was this: this author loves sound effects. <laughs> it was like ASMR reading some of these fight scenes. Like okay, I have a couple of quotes. Um, it says, um, I crush my left heel into his shin, and when I hear a sharp crackling sound like bubble wrap exploding, my stomach heaves again. Like, there were just so many scenes. <laughs> Wait, I have another one. I trip and fall and break what must have been the force equivalent of bubble wrap. Like, why are there so many bubble wraps? <laughs> and then there's one line where she just literally says, squish, squish, crack, crackle, pop. <laughs> I was like, why are there so many sounds in this book? Like, onomatopoeia on full effect. <laughs> That's fucking weird. I didn't catch that, so I love it. It was like ASMR to me. Like, I found it really relaxing, and I loved it. <laughs> also, everyone vomits in this book. There's, There's so, so much, much vomiting. vomiting. And, like, for, for, I mean, I guess she's eating now that she's looking. But, like, how do you vomit so much when you have nothing on your stomach? <laughs> everyone vomits. <laughs> Should we wrap this up with our, our sign-off, wherever that is, and all of our crazy-ass random notes? I, I'm looking through my notes, and I think that's all I've got for this so far. Oh, except for you have something and your random thoughts about how she's almost 30 and didn't know men ejaculate. Well, that, well, we went over Did that. Did we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, we, we went over that a yeah, little bit earlier shit. when she didn't know about the orgasms. Oh, but just detailing that really fast... She, when she got with, um, Bex, Bex was pregnant with Ashlyn. Yes. Like, has nobody had the conversation with her of how you get About pregnant? how that happened? Like, I, I mean, I understand they're not in school and, you know, they're, but like, I feel like that's basic human well, nature. they're not in school anyways. But. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I just, like, I feel like that had to have come up at some point, like, you know, sex. You had to get that baby in there. <laughs> personal thoughts and views if you enjoyed learning about all of the different kind of erotica and learning that you may have some new kinks follow us on our social media pages to find out when episodes will be released you can follow us on uh, our instagram at don't tell your husband our facebook page don't tell your husband our tiktok is don't tell your husband pc and then for the next release we will be doing a special part two since this book was long and very detailed we're keeping it going, guys. Keeping it going. Keeping Stay it going. Stay tuned for part two coming out. Um, and as always, don't tell your husband.